This creature from the dirt defied the everlasting holy God. Scripture is holy. It is sanctified, set apart from any and all other writings that we have ever had and will ever exist. Self-esteem, that is a satanic idea. You're not as important as you think you are. If you have no desire to know who God is, then can you even be sure that he knows you? The gates of hell itself, or the coronavirus itself, will not stand against Jesus building his church. This is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. Give us a man who knows the truth. One man, Jew and Gentile, bond and free. One, there is no race in Christ Jesus. Oh, how a man needs to fear God that that man might cling to his word. Give us some preachers who aren't tripping over their skirt to get into the pulpit. What's wrong with you people? This is Matter of Theology, the place where theology matters because everything is a matter of theology. I am Chris, your host tonight, and both of my normal co-hosts are out. Uh, Drew hurt his back working the the joys of a FedEx delivery driver mm. um, during a pandemic. Uh, so he is he is uh, resting and uh, taking taking some time just to get some some much needed rest and hopefully his back recovers. And Josh is working away. Lowe's has got him working like crazy. So have no fear. I am not alone. More on that uh, here in just a second. Uh, we are a podcast production that seeks to approach church and cultural issues from the biblical standpoint. We are on Patreon, so if you would like to partner with us, head on over to patreon.com slash theology, and please become a subscriber. Uh, uh, soon, very, very soon, uh, we are working on uh, some designs for some Matter of Theology shirts uh, so if you'd like to rep the podcast, we've got some of that coming. Uh, we are all also currently members of the Christian podcast community. So if you'd like more uh, Christian podcasts, you can check out uh, strivingforeternity.org. Um, and we also uh, want to uh, let you know, and we hope that you're planning on attending the Cruciform Conference. And the topic of that conference is going to be holiness. Uh, that is going to be October 23 and 24 of 2020, Lord willing, in Indianapolis, Indiana, with a pre-conference on abortion with Anthony Mathenia. Um, and Matter of Theology is going to be recording there at the conference. Um, so speakers uh, for that conference, we've got Justin Peters, of course, Anthony Mathenia, Gabe Hughes, Jeff Johnson, uh, Brandon Scalf. I will be preaching as well. Um, tickets are available, cruciformministries.org. So, on today's episode, uh, we are going to be discussing um, a, a topic of massive importance. Uh, it always has been, uh, but has been thrust to the forefront um, during 2020, of course, with this uh, uh, quote-unquote pandemic that we're dealing with, and that is the matter of biblical parenting. Um, and to help me do that, we brought in a special guest, Mr. 
Whoa, 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 let me let me let me let me quantify this first. Hang on a second. He is quote the hardest working man in podcast land. <laughs> Period. Close quote. Thank you, Daryl Harrison. Uh, Mr. Dwayne Atkinson, how are you, sir? What's up, brother? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. How are things in podcast land, man? <laughs> well, man, it's uh, you know, I didn't get the title for nothing. It's always That's something true. going on, man. Uh, we're we're definitely uh, just grateful to God for uh, just many opportunities we're getting uh, yeah. with the podcast network. Um, with the bar podcast, man, um, actually, and uh, doing something different, man. I, I've, I've used the same uh, formula for the bar podcast for four years, and uh, getting ready to launch uh, exclusive content, extra content. So I'm excited about that, man. And uh, running behind Daryl and Virgil as yeah. the, they just show up everywhere in the world, and uh, managing all of my other podcasts in the network. Uh, they're like my children. So that's right, always man. busy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw I saw today, um, as of the recording of this episode, we're recording this on September 10th. Uh, Virgil was speaking at the Falkirk, yep. uh, Falkirk Center, um, and uh, with with Dr. Tom Askell, yep. Mike Huckabee was there, uh, and and we know we know Virgil brought the gospel. I've already seen, I was already seeing some uh, sure. some quotes from uh, from from his talk and the Q and A that they did. So yeah, Virgil. It actually supposed to have been Virgil and Daryl. Yeah. Uh, but because of the things going on at, uh, you know, Grace uh, Community yeah. Church, Daryl didn't want to be too far away uh, during this time. And so uh, Virgil went and uh, represented the crew, I'm sure, excellent, fairly well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so, uh, Dwayne, we, we, you know, how many, how many kids you got, man? I got four, man. I got four kids. Wow. And what are their ages? Uh, across the spectrum, man, uh, 20, 13, 6, and 3. Yeah, I had to think about that last <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, Drew and I had the uh, the opportunity, uh, uh, man, and we had so much fun being on the bar uh, recording that with you. And um, and uh, and we just got to talking and uh, obviously wanted to have Dwayne on a matter of theology and to talk about um, biblical parenting, um, you know, and, and what, what that looks like. Um, and, and so, so just kind of, kind of diving into this, uh, this episode, it's, you know, w- one of the greatest joys, um, of my life. And, and I know Dwayne probably will absolutely echo this is the, the privilege and honor of being a parent. For sure. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the highest calls, uh, or opportunities that's, that, that someone can have is to be entrusted with the life um, uh, of a child, uh, whether that's, uh, you know, uh, one of your own, um, that, that you and, 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 and your spouse have, or whether that's one that you adopt. Um, um, and, and there should be just an incredibly mixed bag of emotions that we experience as parents, you know, on, on one hand, uh, there, there's joy and, and this immense overwhelming love that fills our hearts right. when we first gaze upon, uh, that child for the first time. I mean, it's overwhelming to put it mildly. Um, however, at the same time, you're flooded with this massive sense and this weight of responsibility um, that one is given when this privilege is bestowed upon you. It's called uh, fear. Just- yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called 
now what? Massive way to pun your no. You scared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, yeah. Let let let's keep it real. Let, let yes, it is absolutely it's terror. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terror. So so man, the the first time, and I, I know uh, you know I only have one, uh, and he's four. Um, you know so but but man, just just Dwayne, just kind of talk about man the the first time you know you saw your oldest. What was that like? And and then and then you know each one after that sure so uh my oldest is special um my oldest is actually adopted um my oldest is my wife's great niece uh her niece um had a baby very young Mm. in a terrible situation um you know whatever you can think of bad all that going on in the house um you know dia says come to get her uh she's about i think she's 15 or 16 months and um my wife actually had just graduated college just started her wow wow and uh she receives a phone call from her mother saying hey uh you probably the best person in the best situation uh in our family right now uh we need you to you know foster uh so that we don't lose the baby out of the family Mm -hmm. and so uh that foster uh program actually wrote turned into an adoption program Um, and so the very first time I saw my oldest, uh, she was actually, uh, seven, um, and my wife, you know, we got married 12 years ago and, um, and when I first saw her, you know, uh, and, and cause when I saw my wife, I knew I wanted her to be my wife. Like we literally met on MySpace. Uh, we saw each other for the first time in November. We got engaged in February. We were married in July. So no, no, wasted. Uh, so when I, the first time I saw my wife, I didn't see her, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I respect that, you know, a bunch of men around or whatever. Right. Right. I was able to make the second visit, um, you know, uh, right away, you know, just, uh, saw a young lady that just, you know, was, was so ready for a male influence, you know, you Mm -hmm. can tell that. Um, and so, uh, that was, you know, the first time I saw her, uh, the experience, um, just, you know, it, I bypassed the, the whole birthing and, you know, right, the, right. Jump right. Diapers and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right into, uh, eight or nine year old, like, okay, are you going to take care of us or not? Like what's going on? Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. You know? Um, but I was ready because, uh, prior to meeting my wife and getting married, I actually had my second child, which is my son. So the, the, the order is all, <laughs> it's all crazy. But like wow, I told man. you guys, my family's the picture of God's grace, man. So amen, brother. My, my first birth child, second child, uh, came out of wedlock, uh, with a long-term girlfriend that I lived with in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there at the birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, first time I saw him, I remember, I'll never forget it. It was at, uh, 11, 11, uh, PM is when he came. I, you know, looked at the clock. Like, man, like, yeah. Boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was a boy, man. And um, uh, first time I saw him, the first thing I thought about was because at the time I was not saved. Um, mm. First thing I thought about was, what am I going to teach him? You know, what Ooh. am I going to? How am I going? What? How is my example going to look? You know, what mm. is he going to follow? And um, and that experience actually uh, was the. I say the the starting place to my salvation. Um, wow, man! Having that 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 life changing experience, you know, and uh, and that led to 
you know, uh, God pulling me in. Um, mm. <laughs> so that, that one has its own significance as well. Bro. Um, my next one, Carissa, uh, she's the six year old. She's the first from our marriage. Uh, we were married, you know, I think five, six years without having, we weren't sure if we were, be, were able to have a child. Um, my wife found out that she had a uh, deficiency that they were able to operate on. And right wow. after the operation, she got pregnant. And um, wow, uh, it, you know, when when Carissa came, I felt like I was a vet in the game already. You know, right? Yeah. Was, you know, yes, sir. This is all new to my wife, but I've been here before. <laughs> I got you this, know? honey. I got you. I walked yeah, through this. I got it. I got it. So, so um, you know, uh, she came, and um, you know, really, my my joy was for my wife because I know she yeah. wanted her own child. Right. Um, right. And, uh, and it's so funny cause like they adore her. Like they gotta be around all the time. And, and when it gets on their nerves, I'm like, yeah, well, you asked for this. You, wanted <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want them all over me. Now they all over you. Right. So, right. So, so that experience was amazing. Mm. Um, after Carissa, we actually had a miscarriage, um, mm. and, and the miscarriage timing was guys timing because, uh, we had actually started to. Uh, transition into sound biblical doctrine. Uh, prior to that, wow. we were, you know, word of faith, Pentecostal, whatever. Right. So when the miscarriage happened, we immediately uh, leaned on the sovereignty of God. You know, mm. God, you know, he has a purpose, he has a plan. There was nothing we did, you know, because if you think about it, word of faith, if, so, if something bad happened, either somebody didn't speak it or somebody didn't right. speak it or somebody spoke it wrong or something. You didn't have enough faith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I was just I was just so grateful uh, that, you know, in that situation, we didn't like just crash and burn because right. we understood the sovereignty of God. and We understand, you know, the whole picture and his plan. Um, after that uh, is when baby girl Savannah Savannah is. We, we, she's just, she's the different one, man. Like my son and Carissa, they kind of favor me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, Savannah, she, she looks like my dad. She, <laughs> she, she's nice. different, man. She, everything about that whole pregnancy was different, everything. Um, and it was, it was a pretty rough pregnancy. My wife had to be bedridden. Um, mm. but we went to the doctor before, I think a couple of weeks before Savannah came, the doctor told her that, uh, they would have to do a hysterectomy right after because of some issues. Oh, wow. And so we were actually okay because we was like, hey, this is it. Like, we, we're good, you know? So when yeah. the doctor told yeah. us, I'm so sorry. We're like, no, we're fine. We was trying to figure out how we was going to stop her from coming in. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> you just helped us out. You saved me some some pain, you know? So, uh, and, and Savannah came in and, and just another you know, uh, amazing experience. But let, let me tell you a little bit about that day. Yeah. 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 What you got? So, so when, 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 uh, you know, we're in there, you know, my wife had to have a cesarean and, uh, you know, get the baby, take pictures with her, whatever. She's in a little incubator. And then, uh, when they're trying to close my wife up, um, they can't stop bleeding. Can't stop bleeding. Oh no. And so we're like, you know, they're like, okay, you got to leave. You know, we got to go into operation, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know, we're taking a baby. And so I have to, I mean, just leave. Like, right. And nobody is coming out to tell me anything. I'm talking Gosh. about hours is going by. I don't, <clears throat> oh, wow. 
I don't know what's going on. I don't know where, where they are. I don't know what the situation, I don't know if she's, <clears throat> excuse me, if she's good, if she's bad, I don't know nothing. Right. Just tell me something. People. Right. Yeah. yeah. Please. I told people that I was like, I'm like, I'm five seconds away from turning into John Q and yeah. place yeah. out. <laughs> like, those that know me know it ain't far from me and they know yep. what I'm talking about. It yep. ain't never far from me. So I was like, if somebody don't say something soon, yeah, it's, it's about to be on the news. Uh, and so uh, luckily my parents w- was there. My parents were there and uh you know they try to comfort me and i'm walking and finally i promise it felt like eternity yeah oh yeah somebody came out said you know she's doing fine savannah's doing fine i can go and see them so that was a trying moment (laughs) as well man so Uh, that's the four man that that was the experience brother that's thank you for sharing man and for the transparency i had no idea uh this this is live and in person folks um so uh man i had i had no idea you're right man that is a testimony that god's grace and um it just goes to show man the links he will go to for uh his elect right and um to to uh to to drive home the point to to bring you home to bring you to salvation to 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 help you shed away those man-made idols that, uh, that, that, that we build ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, brother, that's, that's incredible. That's, and the cesarean is, uh, that, that's how my son was born. Um, and I, um, man, it was one of those things that, uh, we weren't sure how this was going to play out because my wife has some severe allergies and sensitivities. And, mm. uh, and, and so when, when she was pregnant with Noah, um, uh, he was breached for a long time and then he, he did, did turn head down and then we're sitting uh, on the couch and, and she's sitting in a recliner one night and, and I look over right at the moment, like her whole belly just, just, it's like an earthquake went off in there. Mm. And she's like, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> so in immediate, she was starting to have some contractions and, and, and the pre-labor stuff and, and immediately it stopped. And so, uh, so she had an appointment scheduled for that coming week and, and we go in and, uh, doctor checks, you know, checks her out, checks him out. It's like, well, man, you should be, you know, you should be farther along in this process. You're approaching full term, uh, and so we go in and she's like, well, come on, let's go. We're going to go do an ultrasound. I'm not going to charge you for it. I just want to see where he is. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that little monkey was sitting butt down. Mm. He was reclining and wow. he was comfortable. And so they're like, <laughs> well, we're not going to let that go. So, so we went in and, um, you know, they went in and got him out. But I couldn't be in the room oh, okay. because she had to be put under. Gotcha. Because she's allergic to the spinal block. And, man, sure enough, it was... I'm pacing back and forth, oh, yeah. uh, telling the anesthesiologist because the anesthesiologist didn't want to listen at first about her sensitivities to medicine, sure. and I had to pull him aside. I said, "I don't, I don't think you understand something." Okay, these two people are the people that God has given me, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not everything to me, but they're everything to me. You get my drift, and please listen. And he's like, "Yeah, man, I got you." And, um, and I'm pacing outside. There's a window outside. And sure enough, man, I hear him crying and nice. walk up and there he is. So, sure. uh, and the same kind of deal. It, it was only a few minutes, but it felt like forever while they were, you know, sewing her up and, and all that stuff. So uh, to all you women out there who, um, 
our moms, our hats off to you. Yes, we so you cannot see us, but we are saluting you right now. Uh, whether it's natural birth or cesarean, you are heroes. You truly are heroes for what you guys go through uh, in every way. <laughs> so, but especially in that way. So, so man, kind of, kind of, um, just kind of, just jumping off of something you said. And so, what was that like for you? Um, you know, coming in and and um, you know, meeting your wife. And now, were you a believer at that point when you yes. met her? Okay. Uh, yes. And by the way, you said MySpace. That's kicking it old school right there, man. Myself. <laughs> That's it, Tom. Tom with MySpace. Um, so, uh, so man, what was that like, um, man? Just you're young and and you're going into this, and it's like you know, you'll hear some people say, "Well, it's instant family. Just add Dwayne." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so what what was that process like? And in, in yeah. I mean, it's it, and honestly, man, um, you know, I'm so humbled that you guys had me on for this show because I don't have it all together. I don't have, I hadn't written a book on it, you know. Um, yeah, no, and, no, no. With this process, it's still it's an ongoing process. Yes, sir. Um, because uh, you talk about you know two people uh, having two different backgrounds coming together and living, and then right. you put a child in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that the dynamic is even more because, you know, you got different ways of discipline, different ways of correcting, right. different ways of redirecting, and then throw in the mix that the child uh, is adopted, you know, so right. sometimes I feel like there's a disconnect, um, even on both sides. Um, so it was, uh, it was challenging. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm my, my dad's son, you know, my dad is mm. the, you know, he's, he's the, you know, no feelings, no emotions, right. You know, do what I say, no, no response or right. you, you get it. Um, and then Mine's my the wife, same way. yeah. And then my wife is more, you know, uh, do something. Oh, uh, well, what about this? Well, let's talk. And then they get to talking. I'm like, no, that's not, no. Oh you, know? <laughs> you, you and I, we, you and I need to hang out, man. Like, <laughs> So, so that, that dynamic, man. Um, and, and like I said, I'm still, I still don't have it good. I try. Um, and, and what you really have to do when you're coming in to a situation like that is you don't want to come in as the, the discipline or the, you know, my way or the highway. Um, you want to establish a relationship. Right. Um, uh, especially when they're that young. Um, and, and, you know, I didn't make those attempts. Um, there, there were, uh, other circumstances that kept me from, you know, uh, doing certain things. Um, right. but, but I did make that attempt to establish a relationship and it's an ongoing thing, you know, even now in college, you know, I have to remind myself like you should text her and check up on her. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, so Make sure she's all right. Yeah. 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 Cause her and Amanda, they talk almost every day, 10 times a day. You know, and and that that's my assurance that everything is cool. But right. Um, but yeah, just going back to anybody that's listening, coming into that situation, uh, you want to definitely establish a relationship before you start establishing punishment. Um, that is very important because uh, the the punishment will not come from a place of love unless there is love there. You know, and the child won't receive it as love because as much as you know, they cry or they hate it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if they know you love you, then they, if they know you love them, then they, they'll receive it better. Wow. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's a good word, man. 
That is a good word. I mean, we have that, you know, we as, as parents, you know, we, we have that responsibility to, um, you know, to care for them, to protect them, right. um, you know, to, to lead, guide, and, and to, you know, uh, certain translations of scripture say nurture them. Um, and, uh, but brother, you're absolutely right. And, and, and I know you probably would agree with me here. I mean, that, that, uh, while that's very true for in, in that situation, um, you know, you're coming in, uh, especially when she was, she was seven, when you guys, when you met her, right. Um, you know, so she's already, like you said that they've already got their ways established and she's yep. established in her ways. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here comes Dwayne trying to, uh, try to come yeah. in and yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, and it goes the same for, you know, if you have your own kids, uh, when I say your own kids, I mean, by blood is, you know, it isn't, uh, it, it's an opportunity to teach. It's an opportunity to, uh, to build the relationship, even through the discipline. Um, and, and bro, I'm the same way. I'm like, nope, like mm-hmm. I, I said this and this is what we're going to do. Yep. And so, you know, come on, bud, this is what we're doing. And then my wife is like, well, no, what do you want to do? And I'm like, don't, don't ask him that. <laughs> You don't even know what he wants yet. I know, right? Come on. Um, but 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 it's but it's incredible to see the way um, that that can complement. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because there'll be moments where we're having that conversation with him uh, or with your kids, will they will respond better? And it, it's it's a more teachable moment, sure, uh, than just than just laying the hammer down. Yeah. So both of my parents laid the hammer down, so there was nobody to compliment. <laughs> um absolutely man absolutely um you know and as we as we continue to kind of have this conversation um uh i'm i'm reminded of of a verse in second peter second peter one two that says seeing that his divine power has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness and you know when it comes to how we we parent um we need to turn to the word of god uh, for how we are to to raise the children that we've been blessed to care for, um, and if you you don't have kids, uh, if your desire is to have kids, um, you know this is something that I wish I would have prepared more for. Um, something I wish uh, would have been talked more about um, in in small groups that I was in, in Sunday school that I was in, um, especially getting through and getting out of college. So, um, and we know that in Scripture. Um, you know, the role of a parent, uh, yes, is to build that relationship. Um, but it isn't just to be your child's friend, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, being a parent is a call to disciple, a, a call to teach your children all that Christ has commanded. Um, and, uh, and we just talked about biblical discipleship with, uh, with Virgil, uh, we had him on and, um, and that was a great, great conversation. Um, so, so Dwayne, what's, man, what, what's something that, and again, and I agree with you, brother, it's, it's, uh, we, we will never arrive when it comes to parenting. <laughs> it will always be a process, but man, what's, what's some of the things that you have done or, or that you've had success with, or maybe not success with in, in discipling your kids? Yeah. So, um, you know, the, uh, I kind of start from, from the oldest and work my way down. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we tried. Uh, early on to do the home church and, you know, me stand up and teach and, uh, you know, that worked for a few days and <laughs> then it kind of dwindles away. You know, you want to do the home worship, you know, you want to be like voting and have your kids at the table doing the catechisms and things like that. Um, that did not 
work uh, with the Otis. And this was when the Otis, it was just us and the Otis in the house. Um, so what has uh, developed um, in the latter years was um, gospel discussions, um, taking conversations about current events and creating an opportunity to, you know, uh, point back to the gospel. Because um, for whatever reason, y'all pray for her. my my Otis wants to be wants to be uh, liberal and leftist, and <laughs> that's trendy, man, amongst the kids. It is, man. And so uh, every time you know she brings up those conversations, uh, I use them to you know first show the fault in that thinking and then right. uh point to the gospel and so that's kind of been our conversation is not conversation you always enjoy sure because uh you know I, I think i'm if i was still in the charismatic where i'll say i have a uh apologetic spirit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I can i can you know i can i can say what i need to say and i can mm-hmm. i can articulate you know well and i can combat pretty well pretty you know, pretty good. So yeah, uh, that she don't like that. And so, uh, but those opportunities, you know, I take full advantage to um, push back and to, you know, challenge um, her attempt to create a worldview that's outside of uh, biblical standard and reminder that it, it won't stand, you know, it won't last. Sure. Um, and so that's kind of been what I've done with my, my oldest, uh, my 13 year old, uh, we have a text message relationship. <laughs> the boy, he, he loves the text. He, he Fast thumbs, huh? Yeah. He don't want to call. He want to text. Yeah. So, uh, in, in that manner, I use that, that medium to, uh, you know, to send him stuff, you know, encouraging him. he's yeah. an athlete like his dad. So, uh, send a scripture encouragement, send him a video, you know, uh, somebody, in sports talking about scripture, something just that will get, grab his attention as well as give him, uh, you know, something sound. Yeah. Um, and with my babies, um, you know, we, we do the whole um, children's Bible songs. Uh, my yeah. favorite Alexa, uh, I better not say it too loud. She might play it. But <laughs> 30, 30 Bible songs, 30 Bible stories. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost out every night going to bed. Um, and it's pretty much just, children's songs and and i find that those are great when they're when they're biblically sound those are great when it comes to, yes yes sir yeah when it comes to uh kids and just memorizing those uh biblical stories and and having those songs to uh pull from and because i remember a lot of the songs i grew up with yeah you know that that pointed to the bible helped me remember those things so those are the, that's kind of the, the tears that I use, man. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, we're not all sitting at the table going over the catechisms. Uh, but those are the methods that, uh, that we have in place right now. Well, brother, but you know what you're doing though, man, is you're, you're, you're keeping the scriptures in front of them. Um, and, and, and you're doing, uh, just to encourage you in that, man, you're doing ex- exactly what the Lord Jesus commanded us when in, in the great commission, man, He's, you know, he said to go into all the world, but starting with the disciples, it was starting right there in Jerusalem. Um, you know, you see that in Acts 2. That's where they engage uh, the unbelievers. And, and, and remember that, uh, listeners, for just, you know, just put that kind of a pin in your hat, if you will, as far as the unbelievers uh, portion. But, um, but, bro, you're engaging your kids, and, and, um, and that, is, that is something that is missing 
Um, I was listening to Allie Stuckey today uh, from uh, her, her episode yesterday. She was talking about uh, Candace Owens and Cardi B and <laughs> that, that, that whole thing. Uh, if you guys want to dig into that, just go, just go look for it on Twitter. Just be, be warned. Um, so, but, but, you know, she was talking about, um, you know, one of the biggest, biggest, weaknesses that she was seeing was first in the pulpit, but then uh, from men in the pulpit in the evangelical church, but then also men in the homes for not engaging um, with, with, with their families, not keeping the truths found in scripture um, in, in, in front of them. And, and the same is true for, for each of us. Uh, disciple making starts, continues, and never ends in the home right. until either the Lord Jesus Christ returns or we pass from this world into his presence. Right. Um, and this is a process. It, it truly is. And, and it's involved and it's impossible for us to accomplish on our own accord. As Dr. Josh Bice uh, stated in his article, uh, Parenting is Discipleship, he said this, he said, quote, making disciples is the commission, but how is this accomplished? It's certainly more than getting decisions. It's far more than making someone repeat a prayer. It's much more involved than walking through a gospel tract one time and calling for a child to follow Christ by faith. Making a disciple is a hard task because it's an impossible task, period, close quote. And that, again, is from uh, Dr. Josh Bice, uh, pastor of uh, Praise Mill Baptist Church here in Douglasville, Georgia, and the founder of the G3 conferences. So, um, and that's something, you know, Dwayne, you kind of spoke to man. It's just, I mean, it's a, it can, it can feel impossible uh, at times. And, um, uh, but, but it's, it's thankfully our responsibility is to be faithful with the word of God. Our responsibility is to be faithful in the gospel proclamation to, uh, to our homes first, um, and then to, to, to everyone around us and leave the results up to the Lord. Um, so, and that's, and that's something with Noah that I, um, you know, I started doing this before he was one. This guy, uh, it definitely didn't come from me. We'll put it this way. Um, and he is super smart, bro. He is, he was, I mean, he was saying hi uh, very early. He would just, you know, when, when he was starting to be able to, to look at us and focus and smile and, and start expressing, he would go, hi, hi. Um, he said mom very early. That was his first word was mom. Oh, wow. Um, which is okay with me, uh, but he's super smart. And so I, it was around that time that I was listening to Vody, speaking of Vody, um, talking about uh, catechizing. And I had never heard, and in Noah's four, I'd never really heard of catechisms. I didn't grow up in the church. So when we're singing Bible songs with Noah, like my wife will sing a song or reference a song and I'm a worship leader. And so she's like, you've never heard this song? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, so I uh, got a copy of Hymns of Grace, and so now I have. Um, but but man, it's you know I I started uh, doing some catechisms with him, and uh, I want to say there's like six or seven of them that he knows, wow. um, and and has known since before he was one. And we, we I try to add in some, but uh, one of the tools that I'm going to start using, and I just got I just requested this from founders is the Truth and Grace memory books. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to, 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 to try to keep those biblical truths in his mind now, because I look out across the world and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't, I don't, yes, I do. I was going to say, I don't fear for him, but I do. 
Like there's a, there, there's a, there's a healthy fear of just going, man, this world is nuts. This, this world is, I mean, and I said it when we were talking to Virgil, you know, always asking the question, who or what is discipling you? Something always is discipling you. For sure. So, um, so, uh, you know, th- this, th- this process of, of discipling your kids, um, uh, it's, it, it, it has to be um, scripture-based, scripture-founded, and it has to stick there. And it starts with their salvation. Um, you know, so, uh, Dwayne, as far as man, um, you know, how do those conversations go with your, with your oldest? I mean, I know you kind of said they don't, they don't really go well, but, uh, you know, she's, she, she, she kind of like, oh, nope, I don't like that. Um, but man, what would you say your, your biggest struggle and frustration is with those conversations um, that you have? I, I mean, honestly, I'm not frustrated. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it, I, cause I know I'm planting seeds. Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, it, that, that ideology is going to fall on his head, uh, if oh, you yeah. it long enough. Um, and, you know, especially recently with the whole black lives matter and all of that stuff and, and that's trending and all of her favorite, um, 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 favorite people that she liked to follow, you know, mm. they're, they're drinking the Kool-Aid and, and so, um, you know, for me, like I said, I I look forward to those <laughs> to those conversations. Yeah, she don't, but I do. Yeah. Um, you know, I intentionally, you know, uh, before she left to go to school, I intentionally would uh, throw some just thinking on while we're all in the car. Nice. <laughs> you know? I was gonna ask. Yeah. I was gonna ask if uh, if something like that ever happened. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, I mean, even back when she was in high school, they had a project about. Um, which is weird. They had a project about sexuality, like homosexuality versus, you know, whatever, whatever. And um, she was working through that project. And, um, and I threw, and Vody had just dropped that um, um, homosexual, the new black, you know, like, Oh yeah. 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 And, uh, and I threw that on and, and like we were going somewhere long enough to listen to the whole thing. And, and, uh, and we had that conversation. So for me, the conversation, I, I enjoy the conversation, you know, um i know you know uh she's still trying to find her way and and she get frustrated and she's like i don't i can't think of the words i don't know all the facts and none of that Mm. listen that's that's a problem i can tell you where you can go and find every answer and it's always going to be there you ain't got to google it you can google if you want to it's going to be on there too but um but but yeah so yeah, it's it's I'm cool with it, man. <laughs> it's That's not awesome, frustrating at all, man. Uh, like I said, I just I know the end result is going to be, you know, for God's glory. So that's right, man. That's right. Amen, bro. Amen. Well, that's, you know, um, I think one of the one of the biggest things for me, man, um, when when Noah was born is is, you know, seeing this beautiful little cuddly snuggly uh, and as he's gotten older, hilarious little guy. Uh, that is just full of energy um, and uh, having to remember um, that as, and my wife can't stand it when I say this, but, uh, but uh, as Dr. John MacArthur said in a sermon about parenting, he's like, you know, I mean, we have to remember that they are depraved little wretches. <laughs> and I said that one day, she's like, don't call him that. And, and of course, well, I mean, unless you're Presbyterian, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, 
you know. That's good, man. That's good. That's, let's tell your wife. We just got to be Presbyterian if you There don't. we go. We just got to start going to, to, to good PCA church. And we'll be, yeah, yes. I won't call them that anymore. Um, you know, but, but it's true, man. You don't have to teach bad behavior. Right. It is something that is inherited there. and, there. and that Bro. we all possess from the very moment of conception. Listen, man, I made a post probably, man, probably about, I don't know, five, six months ago. I watched my probably then two-year-old eat a piece of candy, ball up the paper, and throw it on the trash. I'm like, I mean, you, you ain't even got to teach them how to litter. Like, they don't even no, care. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what a trash can at. You are, you are in eyesight of the trash can. You looked at the trash can and threw it on the floor. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like with Noah. You, you know, I don't have to go. You know, I, I, I never forget the first time I was like, hey, buddy, he loves all, all things vehicles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fire trucks and, and garbage trucks right now are his jam. Nice. And uh, monster trucks, we were just last night, we're playing, and he's done this for a long time. We're playing monster trucks where we set up some cars in the middle of the floor. And he sits on one side, I sit on the other, and it's one, two, three. And we toss the trucks up and they collide in midair and he just laughs and thinks it's hilarious. So, but then he grabs the biggest monster truck he can find and throws it as high in the air as he can. And, I'm, and I'll never forget the first time he did something like that. I looked at him. I was like, Noah, buddy, don't do that. Dwayne, he looked right at me, cut a smile and did it anyway. Did it, yeah. Nobody taught him that. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, life begins at conception. Well, guess what? So does sin. Sin yes, also begins at conception. Yes, sir. Uh, Robert Murray McShane uh, once wrote concerning children. He said, uh, quote, the seed of every known sin is planted in their hearts, mm. period, close quote. And then the, the great Louis Burkhoff in his, uh, his systematic theology, which I still can't find a copy, um, but I found this quote. Uh, he said this. He said, quote, inherent corruption extends to every part of nature to all the faculties and powers of both soul and body, and that there are no spiritual good in the sinner at all, but only perversion. Mm. And we have to remember as parents um, that the doctrine of total depravity, or as Dr. R.C. Sproul would say, the doctrine of radical corruption doesn't begin when we commit our first sin. Our sin doesn't make us a sinner. We sin because we are sinners. Mm. And we know this because of what Scripture says concerning the wages of sin. Um, and so, so to my, my fellow parents out there, um, you know, I know this goes against our, you know, it may go against your nature uh, to, you know, to, to look at your child and think, you know, uh, especially when they're newborns. Uh, you know, we have a blank canvas and it's white and it's clean. <laughs> well, it's cleaner uh, than yours or mine. Um, but we have to remember what scripture says in Romans 3 and Romans 5 and Ephesians 2 and Colossians right. 2 that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. No one seeks God. No one. So, uh, so we, have to, we have to start there and we have to remember that we, our top priority, as Dr. John MacArthur says, as a parent then is to be an evangelist in our home. Mm-hmm. And he said, you need to teach your children the law of God, teach them the gospel of divine grace, show them their need for a savior and point them to Jesus Christ as the only one who can save them. If they grow up without a keen awareness of their need for salvation, you as a parent will have failed your primary task as their spiritual leader. 
Mm. That quote right there, that keeps me up at night. That that one right there keeps me up at night. They make good for those. <laughs> right. Gosh, it's just, yeah, it's just like he's always waiting in, in, in the wings and in the balance. Uh, so what I wanted to do kind of wrapping up here um, is just kind of talk through some scripture. Um, I, I mean, scripture is, is, is full of, um, uh, of how we are to, um, how we are to raise our kids. Um, and there's two specific passages that I wanted to look at. Uh, one of them is in Deuteronomy chapter six. And uh, in this section here, uh, we see here um, that the writer of Deuteronomy, this section in the, in the NAS is, says, obey God and prosper. And so starting in verse four, uh, it says this, hear, O Israel, the Lord is, is our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. So something... Something, a couple of things kind of just stood out to me in studying this uh, today and, and looking at this is, you know, we see uh, there in verse five, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your might. And Jesus quoted that in Matthew 22, right. um, that specific verse. And, and when we think about the Christian life, right, this is the greatest commandment according to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. There is no greater call for us as believers than to love the Lord and honor and glorify him in all that we do. Right. So speaking of catechisms, right? What's the chief end of man to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So, but notice two verses later says these words, which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. And then he says, what you shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them. When you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise up, yes, sir. So notice he said diligently. Mm-hmm. The Lake Standard, I mean, yeah, the Lake Standard Version said, teach <laughs> children, <laughs> not just the sons, but the children. So that's right. <laughs> that's right. And that, that is one of the places where I do, I do like the way that Lake Standard <laughs> versus the non Armenian standard translates that sucker. <laughs> Daryl and Virgil will like that. That's. <laughs> So it's, it's, it's our responsibility to, to diligently, uh, actively um, be, be teaching uh, our children. Um, you know, uh, like when you look up what diligent means, it's, it's in a way that shows care and conscientiousness um, in the work or the duty or the responsibility that we have. It's not a casual thing. Um, the, the late Dr. R.C. Sproul said this, he said uh, in, in an article written uh, entitled The Divine Mandate for Parents, he said, quote, I don't think there's a mandate to be found in sacred scripture that is more solemn than this one, that we are to teach our children the truth of, that, of God's word is a sacred 
It's a holy responsibility that God gives to his people. And it's not something that is to be done only one day a week in Sunday school. We can't abdicate the responsibility to the church. The primary responsibility for the education of children, according to Scripture, is the family, the parents, period, close quote. So this means that the gospel of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ should be woven into the very fabric of all that we do. It and he are who we are. That's how it should come across. And, and again, we'll write, Dwayne, you said it earlier. It's like what Paul said, not that I have already obtained this. No, sir. No, <laughs> but we're striving for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we are praying for, and we're doing everything we can as, uh, as, as parents to shepherd the soul of that child. Um, while he or she lives in our homes and beyond. It's, it, it's a never-ending process. Um, so I think about, the, there's a, a quote by Jonathan Edwards um, that I, I love uh, and something that the Lord has brought to mind for me personally, man. Because there have been, Dwayne, I'm like you, man. There have been some times that, that I'm just trying to figure out as Noah gets older, like how do I navigate this? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what does this look like when his attention span is, all of two minutes, if that. Yep. Uh, um, Jonathan Edwards said this. He said, and th- he he said this in his farewell sermon after being fired from his church over taking a biblical stand about the Lord's Supper. So he said, "Quote: We have had great disputes how the church ought to be regulated, and indeed the subject of these disputes was one of great importance. But the due regulation of your families is of no less, and in some respects." of much greater importance. Every Christian family ought to be, as it were, a little church consecrated to Christ and wholly influenced and governed by his rules. And family education and order are some of the chief means of grace. If these fail, all other means are likely to prove to be ineffectual. Excuse me, to be effectual. Uh, I lost my place. There it is. Um, if these are duly maintained, all the means of grace will likely uh, will be likely to prosper and be successful. Period. Close quote. And I kind of butchered that quote a little bit, but that's okay. Um, so, fathers, mothers, parents, um, our responsibility is in our homes. It's supposed to be like a little church. Um, you know, keep that in mind when it comes to discipline. Keep that in mind when it comes to worship. Keep that in mind when it comes to the priority of Scripture. Um, so, Dwayne, I have a question. Okay. So, what, man, as far as, man, do you guys do homeschool? Uh, I know I know your oldest is off, um, you know, right. at college, but. But, you know, everybody's homeschooled now, man. Pam. Oh, that's right, bro. That's right. So, um, we have, we're, we're technically registered with the school system, um, and the teacher does a Google Meets, um, but. We're right there with her, helping her doing the whole thing, but we don't, we're not in a homeschool program. So, so she isn't, so she's not one of those teachers that says you can't watch or record. Oh, no, no. Like no, in Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're, we're right there. Uh, we work cause you know, like different things you need. Like I'm like the invisible hand is running to get papers and pens whenever the teacher say, go grab this. That's awesome. man. You know, so we're, we're right there with her, um, me and my wife. Nice, man. Nice. Has, has there been anything that you can recall that you've had to like unteach or undisciple, if you will? No. So we're, this is first grade. 
Um, gotcha. They're, they're still they they hadn't broke out the uh, the Black Lives Matter coloring books yet, so <laughs> they haven't brought in Eric Mason to teach them yet. No, no, they're not. They're not getting <laughs> the reparations um, and the uh, the drip, the dripology, drip, drip on drips. Talking about stacks, stacks. Oh my goodness. Um, awesome, man. Yeah, I, I was just just curious about that because sure. we're man, we're going. What do we do here? Um, you know, um, I'll give you this advice. What do you got? What, do what works for you, man. Don't feel pressured to to go full throttle homeschool. I mean, of course, that's what we all want as Christians. But sure, if you don't work. Don't 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 feel like you failed your child um, because mm. you know we we went through it. Not saying it was the best. Not saying it's the best thing. But uh, at the end of the day, man, uh, you know, guys in control over education. You know, and that's it. We're, we're, we are their parents. So don't, don't feel pressured. I, I appreciate that advice. Cause uh, th- that is also something else that sometimes will, I will wake up at night and be like, Oh man, I've got, I've got to pray right now. Cause I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause I mean, he'll be, he'll be five next year. And sure. um, yeah. that is, that is definitely something, you know, I, I hear Vody in my head going, you know, going, <laughs> right. Right. You know, Caesar. You, yes, exactly. Caesar. Don't, yeah, don't, don't expect to send your kids to Caesar and be surprised when they come back Romans. Um, Just take, so take I, the helmet and shield off and tell them to leave it at the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Take the armor off, take the helmet off, put the, pick up the different sword. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah. Brother, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that advice, man. That, that means a lot. Um. So the, the last thing I had as far as, uh, you know, something to, to, to look at in Scripture is something we're all familiar with in Ephesians 6. Um, you know, Ephesians 6, 4 says, uh, says fathers, and, and the Greek word for fathers there. Now, how does the elect standard translate that one, Dwayne? Ephesians 6, 4. <laughs> um, so in, in the non-Arminian standard, it's fathers do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the, the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. It's the same. Same. Okay. Um, now I, I did, I did find out in, in searching and, in, in, uh, in the Greek there fathers, uh, does literally translate into parents. It's not, uh, okay. it's not, not specifically, uh, you know, just, just up to the fathers, obviously, um, uh, obviously that's not, that, that is not the case in every home, but you know, the do not provoke your children to anger is kind of the negative command there. And there are so many different ways that we can do that. Um, uh, you know, we can, we can do that, uh, through, through multiple ways. Um, we don't want to do that. We, uh, we want to, again, we want to nurture them. We want to, uh, to bring them up and, um, uh, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord and, and in the Greek discipline, there's, um, uh, paideia and, and it comes from, uh, a, a kind of a compound word that, that refers to the, the systematic training of children. Um, I mean, so that, that's literally what it, uh, what it means to train them up, um, in the, the, the instruction of the Lord. Um, and, and how do we do that? Um, that of course is, is done by the word of God that is done by being involved, um, in the things that they're learning and teaching, just like Dwayne said, I mean, he's, uh, he and his bride are, are intimately involved with, um, the education of, of especially their youngest, uh, the, the babies. Um, and, 
uh, and they're 13 year old. And, and so it's, it's, and, and even their oldest, I mean, the conversations that you guys have, um, is it just shows that, that, that be there, be present, be involved and always, always point them back to scripture. Amen, brother. Well, brother, you got any closing thoughts, man? Man, uh, first, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, definitely well, appreciate you, it. Um, and uh, really, really grateful for you and this podcast, man. Shout out to the other brothers that couldn't be here. Wish they could. Would have made it fun, but I have yep. fun you guys. So when you listen back, be jealous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the listeners, man, I just want to encourage you, man, uh, if, you're, if you're a parent, uh, first, you know, just trust God, man. Uh, don't try to keep up with everybody else. Don't try to live by somebody else's standard. Don't try to, uh, be, you know, the thing that you hear on Sunday or your favorite pastor, whatever, uh, trust God, man. And, um, and do, you know, uh, what works for your family, man. God will provide whatever you need, uh, whatever stage and step, um, he will provide it. So, and if you're not parents yet, uh, get ready. It's coming. That's right. That's <laughs> Maybe. Right, I don't man. Know. Yes, sir. But appreciate you again, man. Well, brother, I, I appreciate you, man. And that's a, that, that, that's a good word. Um, stick to, stick to scripture. Um, don't, don't try not to compare yourself right. uh, to others. That's, that's good encouragement, brother. Well, thank you again. And uh, with that, as Drew would say, we're going to get out of here. See you on the next one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>